Welcome to the Coach House Beacons. Hello everybody, Jamie here. Today we're going to talk about the best defender. If we're going to let God be our defender, then we've got to come clean on whom the real battle is with when it comes to letting God be God. You see, the real battle in life is actually with ourselves. Our sense of right and wrong, our personalities, the baggage we carry from previous experiences. These all have an impact on our ability and willingness to allow God to defend us instead of jumping into the fray with anger in our hearts and sharp words on our tongues or shoving those hurts under the rug for no one to see. We can't control their reactions, their nagging or their neglect. The only person in the equation that we get to make behaviour choices for is us. Sometimes I want to excuse my response to a hurt by minimising my reaction. But anytime I kind of take matters into my own hands without first taking them to God, I'm at risk of breaking these important words. Do not seek revenge or bear a grudge against anyone among your people, but love your neighbour as yourself. I am the Lord. That's from Leviticus 19.18. So, does that mean that I, I never speak up, never confront? Of course not. What it does mean is that I must first seek God's cleansing of my own heart so that in my anger or my hurt or my confusion or my sense of rejection or violation, I don't respond in sin. Identifying how you commonly respond in hurtful situations will, of course, help you and I frame better responses and also, hopefully, healthier perspectives. So let me tell you this story that happened this week. As I love to do, I go as often as I can to watch Noah, the eldest of our twins, play football. Quite often you'll find Becca and I stood in the rain somewhere watching him kick a ball. He's actually pretty good. You know, he can play in defence up front, he's a good goal scorer and his awareness of the game is brilliant, even though he's only seven. Now this week I was blessed to go and see him play against another team from his division. After Noah's team beat the other team, they went on to have another game. Now normally the other game is played with the other half of the other team, so like a B-side almost. And so there there I was, just me and Eli, watching Noah play. So along come the parents too, of course. Now with this team, there were three mothers that came to see their children play. And they stood pretty close to me. Now one thing led to another and these three women described to pass some quite horrible comments on both Noah and another of Noah's team. Now this totally enraged me. I was angry. How could someone say such nasty things about my child? I was angry. Really angry. I could feel my blood boiling as I prepared to tear these women limb from limb. And then all of a sudden, a piece. A peace came over me and I heard a voice say, step away. My response had changed. Now one of the main factors that influence our immediate responses are the people we surround ourselves with. We often exact our more petty forms of revenge in some of our closest relationships. Although 
Sometimes it's the people we don't know who get the full brunt of our biggest reactions to frustrations and hurts. So what is happening in these moments? Well, the guardrails that kind of keep us safe in closer relationships sometimes come down with people we don't know. And we can find ourselves reacting far outside what is helpful, what is good, and what, ultimately, is of God. There were times Jesus stood up, but there were also times when he knew to stand down. If we're going to let God be our defender, we have to understand the difference between someone unfairly hurting us and someone who simply has style issues. Whatever wrong, hurt or injustice I face, that initial experience marks the start of a journey toward a place where I rest fully in having God as my defender. It's a journey, of course, with lots of ups and downs. It's a journey, of course, in which I have to face some uncomfortable truths about myself. We don't always get to have closure. When all the wrongs and hurts get resolved, you see, because if I'm honest with myself and and I saw the point of this journey I was on with my relationship with God, something shifted. It became my mission to discover his place as my defender. So be honest with yourself. Is revenge one of your highest priorities? Or is it God? One of the toughest parts about being someone wired with a deep sense of fairness, and I would class myself as that, is in fact that there are things that are deeply unfair and they often don't have neat and clean solutions. Unfairness coming from friends and family seems more personal than hurts and wrongs that occur at the hands of strangers. You're not and I'm not the only follower of God to have faced an unfair trial or situation. Jesus was accused of of all kinds of things. His reputation was maligned. His motives were misunderstood. The same Jesus who so valiantly and dramatically defended the poor and the sick, who refused to allow people to be taken advantage of in the temple courts and who didn't shy away from a debate also didn't speak up to defend himself in front of Pilate. Jesus didn't allow ego to become part of the picture. When he defended, it was for the cause of others. When he reprimanded, it was to uphold God's best. But when people made false claims against him, he was silent. So what about us? What are we fighting for? Out of a desire to set you free, I want you to ask you to pray an extremely dangerous prayer. Ask God to search your heart and thoughts and show you a righteous way to settle any issue of fairness you are facing today. Take a quick look at Psalm 139 verses 23 to 24. Be careful though, because it may cost you something, but the price may be worth the blessing of knowing you are following God's lead and being freed from the spin you are caught in. So to invite God to be our defender, there are truths we must accept. Because of my own sense of what punishment fits what crime, I have a very specific expectation of what God should do to show himself as my defender in how he deals with those who have wronged me. 
But God isn't just the upholder of righteousness and justice. He is righteousness itself. He is the judge, which means he gets to make the rules, not me. God hears us when we tell him of the hurts and wrongs we experience. It matters deeply to him. But when God is our defender, it also means he is the judge over the case. He's the God who welcomed into paradise the criminal who hung on the cross next to Jesus, a man guilty of his crimes. And he's the God who struck down two early followers of the church, Ananias and Sapphira, for lying about how much profit from a land sale they had actually given to the church. He gets to decide what punishment fits the crime, and he has his reasons. To call on God as your defender, it's to release your idea of the appropriate penalty and lean it into how he is going to deal with it. God understands our struggle with his timing and he, under, and he includes our questions of how long in his word. Look at Psalm 13. He is big enough to wrestle with us over this question and he has shown me something amazing along the way. The answer to the question how long is I am here. Just let that sit for a second. See, God gave me a clear and specific vision that in the midst of some of the most horrible things that have happened to me, he was holding me. Christ covered me with his robe even though the situation around me was appalling. In that moment, he was already planning my defence. If I want to embrace the righteousness and justice of God, I must at the same time embrace his timing for my defence, which might actually look far different from my own. See, I'm so thankful for God's grace and mercy, giving us favour that we don't deserve and withholding punishment that we do deserve. When I consider the years I lived in opposition to his call to righteousness and the ways I still fail, I see that his, his mercy is all that has stood between me and my own self-destructiveness. As a merciful defender, God is about the business of saving people, even those we feel are in the wrong. Now it's time for us to show others the kind of mercy that he has shown us. Amen. Coach House Beacons, the Coach House Church Daily Devotional. To find out more, join us on Facebook, Instagram, or on our website at www.coachhousechurch.org.